Thank you for listening to the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. We here at the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast are simply fans of hockey, the New Jersey Devils, and professional wrestling, and are not to be considered as insiders or news reporters. Please note that opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of its hosts and occasional guests. Listener discretion is advised. Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my God! Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh no. Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Welcome to episode two of the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. I'm Rob. He is Dave. Hello, gentlemen. And ladies. <laughs> and ladies. Probably lady. <laughs> Speaking of lady, we do need to send out some shout outs. Some. Yeah. Um, we'll start off with the more professional ones. Uh, thank you goes out to Skunk Dunk. Skunk Duck Dunk. Studios. God damn it. I knew I was going to screw <laughs> that up. Skunk Duck Studios for our logo. King, thank you very much for that. You can also listen to uh, po- favorite podcasts of ours, the ADR Podcast. That's ADR Podcast NJ and the uh, Devil's Insiders. That's Devil's Insiders on uh, over on Twitter. And big shout-outs to Rob, Dean, and, of course, Tracy, who demanded a shout-out. Who wanted us to name this episode either down in front because... <laughs> During our years as season ticket holders together, uh, people would just stand up at the most inopportune times, like standing up. You're in the front row. Why are you standing up? Are you getting a better look three feet where the people who sit on the edge of their seat, followed by the people who come into the arena and don't know where the hell they are? Yes, the old section. The section's numbered. The rows are numbered. The The seats are numbered. I, just, I don't understand. Act like you've been at some type of event before. Just, it doesn't matter. A hockey arena, baseball, stadium, whatever. No. There's, a, there's always a section. There's always a row. There's always a seat. I hate the people that, that like come down the one side. Like, all right. So you're coming, at least for the Prudential Center, right? You're coming down one side of the row, uh, one side of the seats, right? You're passing seats, so they have numbers on it. So it's either a one or a 24. So you look at it. You look down to the first couple. It goes, oh, it's 24. Let me look at oh, my ticket. Let me walk t- across the whole goddamn me, aisle and make everybody and their mother get up. <laughs> let me look at my ticket. Oh, it's seat one. Oh, dude, Brian, man, we got to go to the other side. What do you want to do? 
Anywho, and then just walk across the whole freaking row in the middle of the play. Of course. Right, sorry, now, man. Sorry. Now we sound like the two old men from the Muppets. <laughs> hate is gonna hate. What do you want? All right. So what do we have here? Uh, what do we have here on this uh, prep sheet? Oh yeah, players drowning. Yeah. Who would ever thought people who can skate on ice drown in in it's kind of water? Ironic. Why, why, why would it be ironic? I don't know. Is it ironic? I'm not an English teacher. Um, no, it's it's kind of one of those. It's sad. You know, uh, Ray Emery, he was a boxing goalie. I, I mean, some people would argue he's probably this generation's Billy Smith. Okay. Um, I know he dealt with substance issues. Uh, there were rumors and... In Ottawa, that him and a couple of those other guys had a uh, nose candy problem. Nose candy, okay. Uh, but you know, it's a little Splenda up the nose issue. Yeah, you, you got. I wish there were more details about it. Like, did he dive in and hit his head and then get knocked out? Did he like try to hold his breath? I know that there was a kid here in New Jersey a couple of years ago. He went to St. Peter's Prep. Um, he was a goalie, and he was spear fishing or something in right. the water and he went down and just never came back up and they found them a couple of days later and you know it, it's sad you uh, you also think like he was still an athlete i mean he was only 35 it's right. not he was like young, he lost so. his like physique or anything overnight um you just wonder like is there a worse way to die didn't they mention in the story too that they they found them at like two in the morning two thirty in the morning or something like that so so where do, where does your mind go from that i mean at two two something in the morning right he went into the lake at like two thirty in the morning or like they found them at two thirty in the morning well if they were going right after him right a victim in an early morning drowning so to me reading it in my eyes and in, in my mind thing is like they were screwing around at two thirty in the morning and then they went to try to to uh, to save him. So, in my opinion, that just starts to scream some type of booze, Probably. maybe drugs, horsing around, that, that kind of stuff. Because what really happens at 2.30 in the morning on a lake? Listen, I'm sleeping at 2.30 in the morning no matter where the hell it is. You're throwing a backyard barbecue, I'm on your couch at 2.30 in the morning yeah. snoring. And plus, you know, like lakes, or it's up in Canada, or like Hamilton or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there ain't any lights or anything up there. So if he went under the water, I mean, it's, you weren't going to see him. Yeah, it's too dark. I'm not saying that like, oh, you weren't going to see him because he was black. Like, you're not seeing anybody. I'm the palest white person in the world. At 2 o'clock in the morning, if I'm in the lake and underwater, you're not seeing me. No. All you're no. seeing is the, the nice moon glistening on water. Yeah. Looks like nice silk. No, there's somebody drowning underneath that silky water. Yeah. Thank you very much. But rest in peace, Ray, you know. I know I saw some tweets that people were like, I hope you find the peace in this life that you couldn't find while you were here. While you were yeah. here, yeah. But. That, that shit sucks. I mean, you we go outside of hockey, like like uh, Roy Holiday, right? Another, another kind of drowning thing. All those other stories in like the, the, the late 90s, 2000s of, uh, you know, like the Mets pitchers, Bobby Ojeda, or when he, when he was with yeah. the Indians, you know, yeah. fishing on a boat and getting his hand almost sawed off by a, and the other guys getting like decapitated. The, what was it? The, uh, the Miami Marlins pitcher. Yeah, yeah. Was it that two too? years ago? Man, if I was a pro athlete, I'd walk around in bubble wrap. Like, don't touch me. Don't be around me. 
Like, let's even talk about like hockey players. Hockey players aren't like the most like famous people. Like they, you can't walk through a mall and go, "Holy crap!" Or I mean, maybe Wayne Gretzky, sure, or Mario Lemieux, but like, I don't know, a Devils player, right? Or a Rangers player, anywhere in the any any other hockey player outside of the famous ones, they'll walk by you and you'd be like, "Okay, oh cool, yeah. he's wearing a Devils hat. That's here, awesome." Here in New Jersey, and probably our tri-state area, and I would say like Florida, you know, but like in Canada, you could be a hockey professional hockey player probably on any team right and they'll know they're like oh my god look it's Corey perry like who yeah, katie perry <laughs> katie perry yeah but you know it's it's if i was a pro athlete i would i probably would not leave my house if, if do, i'm getting especially if i'm getting millions and millions of dollars to play do what the little kids are doing or little kids you know like the rookies are doing they're playing Fortnite yeah. with ovi oh well that's a story for a future episode uh, one of the hockey insiders said that there is a former first-round pick who might not make the NHL because he has a video game addiction. Out of all the addictions that you can have in pro sports, you can, you can do blow, you can drink your till your heart's content, and then third is video games. Yeah. That's a big I drop. I could see it. Especially now, I mean... I mean, you're on the... Yeah, because kids, it's way young, and it's pushed when little, little kids play video games all the time. My wife would say I have a video game addiction, but I'm like, I don't play Fortnite. I suck at that game. I don't know. Do I build something? Do I just hide? Do I camp? See if you can get on a team with Ovi or somebody else and say, hey, I need help. Yeah, and, and, then, and then kick out our podcast. Say, hey, Ovi, can you follow our podcast yeah, on Twitter? Yeah. It's HSSK Podcast, please. You pay, you pay for a drink. I come watch. I do keg stand. We have, we have, bring the cup. We have a full bar. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Plenty of vodka. <laughs> Not the stereotype Russian people. All right. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly. We talked a little bit about him getting traded to St. Louis last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the big story before he got traded was that he lost his passion in Buffalo. He you know, losing isn't fun. Yeah, but like he said that it was just not fun to come to the rink and. Well, it's Buffalo. Buffalo has. When was the last time Buffalo was relevant? I don't want to bring up Brett Holt, but we don't have anybody who probably listens to our podcast and <laughs> Buffalo. So and we can, we'll hashtag it. Somebody will find it. Um, yeah, it's it's probably they they were good in the Chris Drury, Daniel Briere. Kind of Maxima Finneganoff kind of years, but in the last what six years, nothing. Nothing. I mean, you, you they have Eichel. He changed his number, and people are kind of happy slash pissed that he changed his number. But they have a good nucleus. They just don't have a goalie. Well, because he went and gone, he went and signed with the uh, rebuilding Islanders. <clears throat> they they just don't have a goalie. I mean, it's sad, but uh, losing your passion to play, it's it's. I mean, I could speak from experience. When I played in college, I had a coach who just did not... I don't want to say it's like a coach's job to make it fun, but like just made going to practice miserable. Okay. Like the best part of hanging out was just going to practice, was knowing that I could hang out in the locker room before with the guys, hang out afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that's what I looked forward to. If you ask me about like drills I did and stuff in college, like I could name like one. Right. But other than that, 
it's it, it was like work like like I sat at my stall and I'm looking at my equipment like I don't want to put this shit on right now right I'd rather go to class than that's crazy than go to practice and you, you, it, it's tough but like dude Ryan you're making seven and a half million dollars motivate yourself right you know you don't want to be in Buffalo play your ass off so they can force a trade send them somewhere else send you somewhere else and this is the second time he's done this shit he did it in Colorado oh I don't want to be in Colorado and then he bolted so then there, there's a trend right there. I mean, I'm not I'm not any kind of analyst here, but there, there's a trend, right? Colorado wasn't, wasn't particularly good, okay? So you sulk, and you get... Oh, did he sign a free agent deal in Buffalo, or did he get traded to Buffalo? Uh, I believe he got traded to Buffalo, and then he signed, signed an extension. Okay. Like his, his contract is only like a million dollars, but he gets like a $7 million signing bonus every year. There you go. So you go from Colorado that wasn't good, okay? Then you get traded to Buffalo, which isn't good. There's a trend here. And in both places, you've almost near lost your your will to play a game, the sport that you've loved since you were a kid. But why would you trade a, a player of his caliber to a good team? Like, if, if, I had, if we had to trade Taylor Hall, mm-hmm. I'm not trading Taylor Hall to Winnipeg. I'm not trading Taylor Hall to... Toronto. I'm t- trading Taylor Hall to like Florida, Florida, Arizona, Montreal right now. Montreal right now, yeah. But Arizona, hey, hey, I'm hey, not hey. sure. Hey, have you seen Calgary? Like, oh, you want to go somewhere <laughs> where I'm not going to see you? He grew up in Calgary, didn't yeah, he? Hey, so there you go. Great. Go home. You can go home, and then do- you can do the whole Edmonton, Calgary. But but the other thing too is we'll go with the whole the whole recent Devils scenario. Everybody wants to go home. They want to go play home. They don't want to sign here. They want to go home. They go home then. It's okay. fine. It's, it's sad, but... Yeah, but they, like you said, coaches have to do something. They have to realize that some of their players are, like, moping around. It's it, whatever. So do something to at least excite them, to get them motivated to do something. And I, I think most coaches do those kinds of things. But, like, as someone who coached, like, how many times can you go in and, like, try to rev the team up? Right. Like, you can only go to that well so many times. You can only go to that well of kicking a water bottle across the room or... or you know, I think of uh, any given Sunday, like, do you want me to flip the table over? Right. All right, great. And guys that have been there, like Tortorella, like, how many times can you get have a press conference where you call out your players? Like, what, I'll just do this. All right, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to his press conference. I'm not going to read the newspaper anymore right. because I don't need to hear that shit. I'm miserable as it is. Now you're going to call me out in front of millions of people? But... They, they do fun things, but I think it's the leadership on the team that has to step up, grab the bull by the horns, mm-hmm. like, you know, do a slump buster, you know, something like go out and is that get a rest- drunk. Is that or, a wrestling move? No. <laughs> I think about, uh, was it Bull Durham where Kevin Costner's like, we need a rain, del- we need a, a rain out. It's not going to rain. It hasn't rained in weeks. And he like wrecks the the field that they're playing at, so they have a day off, and that broke their something. Like, you need to do something. You need to have some sort of fun, some sort of challenge. And I know, like, the Devils were big into ping pong in the locker room. Right. Kind of, like, every team probably has it. But, something to loosen the mood. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? Maybe for, for Eichel changing his jersey number, maybe that could have sparked it, and, and, and Ryan could have stayed. You never know. No. He'll never know now. No. 
I just think it's... We never really had to worry about that as Devil fans, because like no one's really ever changed. I mean, Coleman changed his number this year, but that was more to accommodate Grabner. Grabner, yeah. Um, but like, <clears throat> I think if you're a professional athlete like Eichel and you've changed your number after playing in the league for so many years and you weren't traded, like I know that Buffalo gave some sort of deal, like, oh, we'll give you like 30% off and you can keep your old jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, Just how much is it going to cost to take the numbers off? It takes what? Or if I have an Evander Kane jersey, can you just take the nameplate off? Nameplate off, yeah. Do, do, do what we do as fans. You know, when, Put when, the duct when, tape on the back? <laughs> no. Change that Parisi, change that Parisi jersey to, to, a to uh, Bobby Butler. Bobby Butler. And f- future captain <laughs> yeah. of the Devils, Bobby Butler. Yeah. <clears throat> Those conversations are fun. I don't know. Or do it like I did. You know, Kovalchuk quit and went home, and, and we got Ryder. So, oh, what, did yeah, I, so what did I do? I went out and contacted my guy who I said, hey, I need to change it to a rider. All right, 65 bucks. Send the jersey, got it back. I got my jersey. It said rider on it, and he gave me the nameplate back. <laughs> so now I have a, a Koval truck nameplate sitting at home with no, that's no worse, use. That's worse than actually having a rider jersey. <laughs> Whoever wants this. I could have went maroon, but unfortunately he went and signed with uh, St. Louis. Patrick he, see, he went home. Nah, it's listen. I, this could be a topic for another show, but well, I think it's like a, a Reebok jersey. Did Sundstrom play when 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 they had Reebok oh, jerseys? Yeah, yeah. No. I heard someone else talk about that. Yeah. But speaking of changing jerseys, yes. How's that for a segue? Uh, yes, segue. <laughs> wow. Uh, Pacioretty will be traded before the season starts. He's a good player. Um, but to who? Who who can I see him going to? Well, if you want to do the I'm going to go home thing. <laughs> It's a common it's, it's a common theme this offseason. It's so the Rangers. Because he's from Connecticut. He grew up a Ranger fan. Um, that probably makes a, a good fit. Boston. You have to look at all the teams that lost out on Kovalchuk, Paris, uh, Tavares. Tavares, yeah. So, like, Boston. Man, he would be a good fit on their second line. I think I said that last week. Uh, Dallas, they lost out on Tavares. So then they would have two stacked offensive lines. Mm-hmm. Um, both good. Maybe Carolina. Maybe Carolina goes, all right, look, if we get Pacioretty and then if we trade Skinner, at least Pacioretty will be here for the rest of the year. Montreal might want to do a one-for-one. One. It's worked <laughs> out so well for Montreal. Carolina would trade Falk, considering that Weber's not going to be out for so long. He could kind of pick up the slack. Uh, but... Would he come to our team, you think? Again, like, I, I don't think Shiro is going to do anything just for the simple fact of knowing cap space. It's better to have it than not have it. And then what do we give up? Like, are we going to give up something for Pacioretty so then he could bolt again next year and go home, real, go home <laughs> and play for the Rangers so we could have a, that kind of situation again? No, I mean, I think the devil sit pat. They sit tight. You know, if some if there's a hockey trade to be made, he'll make it. But as far as just like you said last week, he'll he'll have some tryout people and then go from there. Yeah, I, I don't because at, at this point Montreal I think just need really needs to blow up. Yeah. And well, uh, and Ottawa. But it's tough for Montreal to do that because it's just, Montreal. Harry Price is going into his monster. Ten and a half million dollar contract this year. 
for the next what eight years. And that's a tough. That that's a tough. That's that. I think every almost every team has that contract. For the Devils, it's Ajax. Now for yeah, like like the Ra- the Rangers, it's it's Lundqvist. Okay, and now and now Price in, in Montreal. Every team's and we're gonna have it again too. We're, I mean, Taylor Hall's gonna get ten and a half. He's gonna get nine and a, between nine and ten and a half million a year. And I would say he's probably gonna get a super front loaded. Like yeah. he'll he'll get the max, but then half of that is gonna be where everything is. He might make like two million dollars the next three years, and then but his signing bonus will be ten million dollars each year, which is another trend going on in the NHL because yeah. it seems like everybody's getting ready for lockout. And speaking of signings. Nick, uh, Rico, oh. Adam Henrique, oh. all, 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 all the New Jersey puck bunnies. All the puck bunnies are crying. That's all right. They're all about Brat and Miles Wood. And yeah, stuff. Wood especially. There were, there was, and you have on our list about the rumor accounts out there <laughs> in the summer. The summer is a dry season for hockey, and you have... The, the main guys, your your Dreger, your Bob McKenzie, um, even LeBron, uh, Pierre. Pierre LeBron, yeah. Um, those guys go on vacation. July 2nd. They, they're they done. They're gone. Like, and I, and Margarita, I, Margarita, Margarita McKenzie. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, look, you and me can, can strike up some burner accounts and call ourselves some type of rumor account. I follow enough of them. Yeah. Okay. We, but they're all doing stuff like day after day, whether it's true, whether it's not, whether there's a, there's a, a it's s- clickbait. It's clickbait. But, but guys who are paid to do this, right? Like McKenzie, the Rico trade just went down. I'll look through my Twitter feed here. I don't see LeBron. I don't see McKenzie. I don't see any. But you're the, you're the NHL guys, right? EJ Raddick even probably put something out, yeah. and he's like that second tier guy. At e- this point. E.J. Raddick sat in our section in the Stanley Cup Finals in 2012. Did he? Yep. I think Jim Brewer sat over in 208 that year, too. When we sat in 209, not... All those years ago. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Re- uh, Rico going to Anaheim. The, the rumor accounts were saying that, oh, he's going to come... He wants to come back to the tri-state area so he can live in Hoboken. <laughs> the guy just signed a five million contract, five million dollar contract. Do you think he really cares about living in Hoboken? There is, I think it's the same account that we both looked at, where it's like he 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 hates uh, Anaheim. He doesn't want to oh, go yeah. there, and he I wants hate to come the back. Sun He's, every day. And then and then you look at what he said after he signed his contract. I've always been an Anaheim Duck fan. I've always wanted to play. Yeah. And I'm and I'm sitting here as a Devils fan, going, how much of that is PR? And well, then how they much? Broke out the picture of him as a little kid with the Anaheim, Anaheim Duck. Duck. You could do that in my house. Like if I signed with the Florida Panthers, there was a picture of me and my brothers, and I have a, a hat backwards, and it says Panthers on it because it was when they first kind of mm-hmm. came out. I could sit there and be like, I always wanted to play for the Florida Panthers. It was a big <laughs> dream of mine to play in front of so. the same amount of listeners to our podcast right now and and Kevin Spacey. And <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey's the linchpin right now. Okay. He's got a lot of free time, so he can, he can play all the Panthers he wants. <laughs> Panthers, Predators—they're all the same. <laughs> there's our show title. <laughs> Sorry, Tracy, but there's our show title. Yeah, you know what? That topic—that's for a different show altogether. Yeah, that's not my kind of show. That's my other show. Other news: uh, 
the Rangers signed Cody McLeod. I'm sure Ranger fans are doing the what the fuck just for the simple fact of why did we sign Cody McLeod? Tanner Glass 2.0. You were going through a rebuild, folks. Well, Not a retool, see, a I, rebuild. I, I think, that, I mean, if you're a hockey fan, you know why they signed Cody McLeod. One, he's probably an awesome locker room guy. Everybody loves the the, the goons, the fighters. Everybody loves them. But the other The Mike Rupps? Yeah, the Mike Rupps, the Clarksons. You know, everybody loved Ty Domi. People love those guys because they go out there and punch somebody in the face for you. Cam Jan. Cam Jansen. Um but they signed Cody McLeod for the simple reason of they're going to have a lot of young guys. And you got to protect gonna, them. Yeah, and teams are going to go out there and, and try to protect them. And that's why you have Cody McLeod. I mean, the Rangers are going to be super young. They might be one of the, I mean, if you take Lundqvist out of that picture, they might be the youngest team, in, one of the youngest teams in the league. Do you think he's happy seeing all these kids in front of him? Like, I may, I may, <laughs> like, I may have a chance to go somewhere if these kids hit the right um, – yeah, it's too right many what ifs. It's too many what ifs. I think, I think you'll see how Lundqvist feels by the end of November. Okay. When, you know, his young defense and his his young rookies aren't back checking, and he's throwing his hands up or doing the stare down, right? Or pulling himself. How do you pull yourself? Do you just look at the bench and go like this? Like you just put your hands over up in the, the air. Bench and Henrik Lundqvist, what are you going to say? No, get your ass back in there. You're not yes. going to embarrass him. No, they're not going to. Not Lin, in New Lin, York. Lindy, Lindy Ruff is going to like turn his head and look at him and just nod back to the net, and he's just going to go. Yeah, that didn't work out well for Patrick Waugh. No? When you, you leave him out there to embarrass him. <laughs> well, it worked mm-hmm. out well for Patrick Waugh. It didn't work out well for Montreal. All right. Um, Marion uh, Hosa has been traded, even though he's never going to play again, and we talked about this before I, the podcast. <clears throat> Phoenix has got the killer NHL 2003 team right now. <laughs> <laughs> With the players on their roster, you got Hosa, you got Datsuk, Chris Pronger. I, I mean, if it was 2003, they're my pick for the cup. If only we can rewind this podcast back then. You know, yeah. We might be a hot take. Well, I don't, what I don't understand about moves like that, okay? And I know the Devils did it, what, last year, two years ago, to get to a cap floor. Mm-hmm. But you take on long-term IR players. To get to a cap, is this is this some kind of like circumvention? It's 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 bending and tweaking the the CBA to to like it, it's not bending and tweaking. It's just hey, you didn't put it in there, so we're gonna do this. I mean, Lou was the king of that. Like you didn't put it in there. Who said I can't trade a guy that's hurt for the whole season to a team as long as I throw a a draft pick in it? I mean, it works. Uh, my my problem with it and with Phoenix is they got Pronger from the Flyers? Or was he still on Anaheim? Mm-hmm. All right, but they're helping somebody on their team. They're right. helping somebody in their league. I mean, uh, their conference. They got Datsu from Detroit. You're helping somebody in your conference. Now they got Hosa. You're helping somebody. Like, yeah, it's nice that they got, what's his name, Hinnestrota. But they, but they should have got I would have been like, if you want me to take this, because right. we're one of the only teams that can, you better throw something in. Almost and almost like Shiro, if this if the whole Carlson thing went through, and we are that third team to simply be a dumpster, you take that dumpster contract, but you say you give me more than that. Oh, you give me. You yeah. give me like you want yeah. me to take it. Fine, I'll give take me Bobby something. Ryan, but you better give me 
like a couple second round picks. Or you better take like Travis Ajak because now yeah. that seven million dollar contract that I'm taking from Bobby Ryan is really only two million because I'm replacing it. Right. I'm replacing the Zajac, but the, the league the league will look at that. The league's going to look at these. You can't trade and, players in the next line. CBA. That I'm sorry, the next lockout lockout, lockout. Um, time frame that that's that happens. Not gonna, that's that's going to be something that they're going to fight over. They'll add it in there. The league, the players, I mean, players don't really have a leg to stand on because if you're hurt and you're on the long-time IR, you're still getting paid. Right. Like Clarkson, Clarkson too. Clarkson got traded to Vegas. He's never going to play again. He did? Yeah. When? He was part of them taking. So they oh, took. Oh, they, they took his contract. They but took then him. They sent somebody back to. But uh, they sent William Carlson. <clears throat> As part of like, thanks for taking David Clarkson, who's coaching. High yeah, like high school, high school hockey. Yeah, Ohio, right? Uh-huh. Which is nice. Uh, but I think that's. I mean, we could talk about all the, like the minor contracts that teams have signed. I mean, I think the big news probably this summer will be the rest of the summer will be where does Pacioretty go, and where does Carlson go? Carlson go, and where does Panarin go? I don't think he, I don't think he gets dealt this offseason. He may get dealt at the tri- at the deadline. But here's the thing, like Columbus is a good team. If you subtract Panarin at the deadline, you're telling your fans, "We, we don't quit. think we're doing it." Where if you trade him now, you say, "Look, he doesn't want to be here." And who wants to be in Columbus? But he doesn't want to be here. He wants to go somewhere else. Why keep a guy here all season to watch him walk away at the end? Or do they say to Columbus, hey, look, we're going all in. We're, we're, we're going for it. Do you think it has anything to do with, with their head coach? No, I don't think it has anything to do with the head coach. It's just, it's just a it's, market that... I think it's he's in Columbus. Like you said, he wants to be by the water. Isn't, isn't Ohio near the water? That it is by some... rivers, but like... He wants to, he wants to be on the East Coast or he wants to be on the West Coast. He doesn't want to hey, be in the middle. He looked good in red. He looked good in red. He was with Chicago, Chicago, right? But again, money. Do you, do you risk losing Hall for Panarin? It'll be another. It'll be another Parisi thing. Parisi or Kobe, take your pick. Yeah, we'll have both of them and they'll both leave <laughs> to go home. So since we spoke of the Devils, I go. I we'll throw in one little Devil tidbit here, considering that there probably is not going to be any. Top, top twelve offensive additions. I guess you can say from 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 all that. I think the main focus would be defense. Has to be defense. I I, I am yep. still and probably till game eighty two of next season. I will still hate the three pairings that we have. You're gonna. It'll be Green and Vatnin. It'll be Butcher and Severson. Butcher and Severson and Micro and. Uh huh, and and Lovejoy, with Lovejoy. with Santini dangling, with Santini or where, I don't. I mean, after the rookie camp, they might give Ty Smith a look. I think he's, I think they said he's going back to school. I don't, I don't think. No, he plays juniors. Oh, is, is so he, juniors? he can get the nine game look and then and then get sent back sent then. back like we did to Zaka. Um, I think, I think like you you have on our list here. I think they they'll they'll offer tryouts. Yeah, and and I I would like to see I I don't even know how the hell you say his name, but I'm just saying it. Hamhui, Hamhui, Dan Hamus, and uh, and uh, Enstrom. I would take both of those. 
I would I would take them on a one year. Yes. I wouldn't take them I don't on know, anything that, more than that. And I and, and I'm starting to give a little on, on this whole like Shiro giving out like <clears throat> guys like Nason resigning, guys like um um Pickles resigning, right? Oh. Coleman. Pickles. Same thing. Um, you know, Coleman got a three year deal. Nason got a one year deal because is he's still it, in, he's still under Is it three year two way or is it three? Full full deal. Yeah, but those are tra- those are those are players you could trade. Those are the throw-in players. Mm-hmm. That's the oh, we're gonna trade Zajac and this guy, and this guy for for yeah. you know the Eric Carlson deal. But I, yeah, I, I would give Hamway. I would give Enstrom a year. Give him like bridge deals so that the kids have at least another year to to either kick ass. To show Shiro, hey, you made you made you get you did the wrong thing by signing him. We do a, a one year deal. Yep. I should be up there, yep. and then then you know what? Going into the playoffs, going into next season, boom, you already know you have it when Lovejoy and Green start coming off your, I off th- your payroll. I think Enstrom would be the better one. I think Enstrom would be. Okay, how about that? We'll throw we'll throw some fantasy in here. Okay, you can sign both of them, Hamley and Enstrom, and get rid of Lovejoy somehow. Get a seventh round pick. They're I don't care. Getting, they're not getting rid of Lovejoy. He's a Pittsburgh guy. Ray's not gonna. Oh, you're one. Of, you're one of those fans, yeah. huh? But he's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna do him dirty like that. He's not gonna. Then buy him out. Then it's not worth it. What and, is it? And so, I don't know if we can buy him out. You're only allowed a certain number of buyouts, or is that just in the video game? I don't. I have no idea. Like if we if we do that, we bought out Smith Pelly. He's still on our, and we have Camilleri. So those guys are still on our. I forgot. Buyout. I forgot about Camilleri. <laughs> yeah, those guys are on our buyouts. Did he retire from, or did he just get released from the Kings? He, no, he got traded from the Kings. Edmonton. He was yeah. playing in Edmonton. Again, <laughs> what happened? He's just he's <laughs> he's floating around the league collecting a paycheck. Yep, he's, that's all. His thing is he's small and he gets hurt all the time. He was a good player. He's just he's small. He's he's not as fast. Lamarillo had good intentions, but unfortunately his handwriting skills for the amount and term were a little bit yep. off. That's that's what kills us. That was Lou. Always. All right. So let's see. What else do we have on our uh, on our little pick list here? Ah, concussions. What? We could... What? All right, Steve Austin. <laughs> we talked about this last show, um, and you had a good number to say. And I think we talked about it after the show, too. But um, just in general, concussions in hockey. Yeah. Um, You're not going to stop them. No amount of equipment changes. No amount of... Uh, penalties or, or suspensions you're not, you're not going to change them there's always going to be concussions i mean you can teach kids to kind of tuck your chin right but at the end of the day it's you know there's always and every team i've ever played for and every team i've ever played against there's always the asshole reckless guy out there and I don't mean reckless in the, like, I'm just going to run around and hit people kind of way. I mean reckless, like, the you're, guy who can't you're control check, his shot. You're checking him wrong. You're yeah. yeah. The guy who can't control his shot, who you're standing in front and decides to, you know, give you sweet chin music. Um, Good time. But, you know, there, there's, there's tons of stories out there. Johan Franzen, great guy, was on Detroit. Uh the horse, I think his name is, or the mule was his name. He, you know, made a living standing in front of the net, banging home rebounds, 
going into the corner, getting the puck, passing it to Lidstrom, getting back in front of the net. Mm -hmm. And there was a story out that, like, he is severely messed up. Like, brain-wise, like, going to, like, he had to go away to basically, like, a rehab center for your brain. Right. Just to chill out. And, like, quiet time. Like, violent. And his wife talked about, like, violent mood swings, forgetting where he was. Right. Um, That's crazy. Not Uh, being able to be in a room with light. I mean, where where else would... What room doesn't have light? For those of you that don't know, it's raining. That's if you hear. No, that's okay. The pleasant it, tapping. It's 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 all the fans wanting into the, wanting to wanting oh, us yeah. to do a live show. The millions. <laughs> um, but yeah, concussions. I mean, the ones that I've had in my life that I remember, and I think I talked about it on the last show. That that and that's the crucial point to this. From ones you remember. Yeah. That's I mean, not. I, I've I've banged my head. I've gotten hit. Where and it's not like a normal kind of hit, where I'm standing facing center ice and I've been up with my back against the boards and I've been hit like where my shoulders hit the glass, but then my head smacks your head back smacks it right and hits it and like you know you, you see the, the stars 90s. yeah you see the stars and you know oh I, you know you, you don't think like oh that was a concussion you're like oh you know I just got my bell rung that was what right. everybody said like when you sneeze too hard yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the other concussions, I mean, I remember in high school and if my friend, sorry, my friend, uh, Frankie, who was a follower. Hi, Frankie. There's another shout out. Um, we were playing, I want to say it was my sophomore, junior year and we were playing around Christmas time and there was a scrum in front of the net and I just pushed the guy with my hand and then I turned to skate away and the guy two handed Cross like a baseball swing oh, wow. to the back of my head. I was out cold. Wow. Out cold. Um, laying on the ice. The trainer comes over. And from what other people told me, like my brothers were trying to climb over the glass. My brothers, one's nine years, the other was five years old. And we're trying to climb over the glass to get to the guy. Wow. Like, I don't remember any of that. But I go, I sit on the bench. You know, I, I kind of shake the cobwebs out. And right. I was told, all right, you're not playing the rest of the game. Guess what? You played, played? the next day. Then, wow. The next day. That's insane. You know, like, in college it was a little different. You know, I, I got my, I think I said it last year, last week. See, it's a concussion. I don't even remember. <laughs> um, I got my bell rung really bad. I was cutting across the ice for, like, a, a breakout pass. And anybody who knows me, they'll probably say I was chippy-hanging. Um, I was breaking out, and as I got the puck, the guy came from my blind spot and didn't even try to take my body, hit my head, and I helicoptered. Oh, wow. Helmet came off, flying, uh, and my face hit oh. the ice. Wow, okay. I got up, I, and because I didn't have my helmet on, I had to skate to the bench, and I, if you've ever, you ever saw this, the hit that Stevens... Again, this is all the stuff my, my, my roommates told me after, like the hit that Stevens made on Ron Francis mm-hmm. and like Ron, like, like jelly legs trying to, trying to get to the bench, trying right? to get to the bench. I apparently played one more shift. Don't remember that. The trainer came over and was like, you're done. I got undressed in the locker room, took a shower. I don't remember any of this stuff. 
the next thing I physically remember is being on the bench and asking the trainer, like, all right, so what time do I have to come see you tomorrow? And he's like, you just asked me that like five minutes ago. Like, I had no clue. I've had other concussions since then playing men's league where you just kind of like walk into a room and you're like, why, why the fuck did I come in here again? Right. The, the, the literal, the little or things of, yeah. of, of that. Or just like you turn your head too fast. And it feels like your brain is just like, like everything sounds like windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. That, but I mean, it's it's scary. It's scary. But hockey's, I believe, is number two when it comes to concussions. And now with CTE yeah. coming out, like all these players, Carcillo and uh, Nick Boyton, and you know Bob Probert had his brain. Uh, a couple of other guys donated their brains. Does Does Peluso have CTE? Or I believe he says he does. There was another guy that used to play for the Devils, but really made his name in San Jose. It was Scott Parker. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of the guys that were goons wow. are coming forward now and and like trying to sue the league right for it. Uh, if you we talked about, I think it was, we talked about Anaheim with Korea. Yeah, that he got. Concussed and yeah. walked away, and like he got that Stevens hit. Like he should have never played the rest of that game. Right. He shouldn't even have played the next shift where he came down the ice and scored. And I bet he doesn't remember it. He he said he doesn't. Um, there was a documentary on TSN. I think you could probably watch it on YouTube, uh, where he said like the after that hit, he didn't remember till like two days later. Like he didn't re- like he doesn't remember those two days. That's after that hit. That shit is scary. The brain's a funky, funky. And you think, it, and and like you said before, it's gonna get worse. Yep. Considering players are getting stronger, players are getting faster. Yep. The league is changing enough to 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 go with this. And and then what do you do? What do you choose? Do, do, do you want to be a healthy scratch and go play Fortnite for a couple nights, or do you want to get in there and possibly get a concussion? And you look at guys like Rick Nash. Like Rick Nash is like, I think I'm gonna retire or not play this year. To give my brain, mm. what is he like? Thirty-four? Yeah, yeah. He he could he could be getting a good fat three to four year deal. He we should would get good at least money. a three year deal, and he's gonna walk away. I mean, he's got money. Like he doesn't have to right. work. Like money's not an option right now for him. But but when the when 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 the cup finals ended till the start of free agency, everyone was like, Rich, Rick Nash is on the top of everybody's free agent list, and then it comes out saying, you know what? Let's sit down for a little bit. You guys carry maybe, on without me. But maybe he's just doing that to kind of sit back and say, who's going to really need me and what's best for me? Like, okay. Let's say he sits until, what is it, like December and goes, all right, you know what? I I'm feel ready. better. I'm yeah. ready. Who's in first place? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Boston? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll play third I'll, line. Yeah, I'll come. Yeah, I'll third, yeah. Because <laughs> third line, Rick Nash is going to give you the Stanley Cup. That's what I heard. Hey. Uh like, yeah, but whoever's in first place, you said. There's there's no real way to pre- prevent the concussions, and there's no real way um, to protect it, protect the, those now. helmets. It, it it would almost be like how NASCAR has like the Hans device, where like every everything from your head and neck, and and the back of the like chair or like. So you're gonna, you want them to have like a Brian Bosworth? Neck sure. Guard. So you won't be able to turn left and right. You have to literally have to move yeah, your so shoulders. Now you just to... <laughs> get blindsided from the other way. But hey, when you bounce off the the the, the boards or hit the ice, you just bounce right back up again because like there's just so much there. Yeah, but then you can't tuck your chin 
<laughs> you won't need to because there's gonna be stuff down here too. Yeah, but like if a shot's coming at my face and I can do this and tuck my chin, I'm not you're, gonna be like, just, oh, there it comes. No, you just lift your shoulders up so the whole yeah. device goes right above your head. That's all. Yeah. Make this game futuristic. Put that in it and Let's glow make the puck. puck. Nerf then, you know, like glow puck. Be... Bring back glow puck and no. put in this Hans device. No, for NHL players. Glow Come puck. on. No glow puck. All right, what else do we have? What else do we have? Um, hmm. Concussions suck. If you have a concussion, don't do anything. Don't play. Don't try to force yourself through it. Take yourself out till you're yourself, ready. Take yourself out. Like, the game is not, especially if you're in high school, college, little kids. Like, it's not worth it at that it's point. Not, you're not going anywhere. And as a, somebody who coached, I'm sure I put players out there who probably shouldn't have played. Brett being one of them. <laughs> Well, there's an admission. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm sure I, I'm not the only coach. I mean, yeah, the it, people who coached me put me back out there. You're okay? Yeah, all right. Who are you? <laughs> How do all you people get into my room? <laughs> all right, what else? Um, all right, let's go with the top five players that you would hate to play against. Now, when I, I made the list of top five players I'd hate, it's not like I hate them because they're so good. It's just the players that... I would just want to punch them in the face. Okay, so so let's make an example since we're being Devils fans. So would this be an example of like a Sean Avery kind of person? Yeah, I mean, if you're doing it, I mean, I have an all-time list out there. Okay. But like a- Avery, and we'll, we'll do the all, my top five all-time first, and then we'll do the current players. But like Avery's on my list, and it's not because, you know, he was a piece of shit. I mean, I actually read his book. I found it entertaining. Um but, like, he just did, for lack of a better word, dickish shit. Right. You know, like, all right, if you're a Ranger fan, you love him because of what he did to Brodeur and calling him fatso and all that stuff. Cool. But, like, if you weren't a Ranger fan and, like, the stuff that, like, he'll, he'll push a guy and the guy will go to drop the gloves and he'll skate away. Now, Ranger fans or people, Sean Avery fans will be like, oh, well, that's smart. But then he goes and grabs a guy who doesn't fight. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a dick move. Right. Like, you know, if you're gonna if the if someone calls you out, and you're a tough guy, drop him and go. Drop him and go. Like I'm not. It would make sense. Like if a guy like George Peros, who's huge, went after Sean Avery, and I'm Sean Avery. All right, I ain't fighting you. Right. I'm fighting somebody in my weight class. But like Avery, I, I was one of those Devil fans that hated Claude Lemieux. My brother loves Claude Lemieux, loves him, like has Claude Lemieux jersey, his, to date him, his AOL screen, his instant messenger screen, <laughs> was Lemieux 22, um, but like, I hated Claude, like he was just, and when he went to Colorado, the rest of the league learned why to hate Claude Lemieux, mm-hmm. but I mean, they were both good players, uh, I love Doug Gilmore as a player, but if I had to play against him and it had nothing to do with him being like a, a cheap shot artist, he was just super competitive. Like mm-hmm. you know, you're not having an easy shift with Doug Gilmore. Same with Messier. I hate Messier. I understand he's a Hall of Famer and he's you know one of the greatest leaders to ever play the game. I read his book too. You know it. But again, I'd hate to play against him because of his competitiveness. Okay. And like Darren McCarty, Darren, on the on Detroit, I mean he made it scary 
to to play against to play against mm-hmm. Detroit. Now my my current list. I mean, I'm sure I'm not going. I, I hate Drew Doughty. He's got a very punchable face. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't love him if he was on the Devils. Of course. But he's got a very punchable face. And if you go on YouTube and you, you watch, like, the trash talking, mm-hmm. he's always on it. Like, he can back it up. He talks his trash. And I'm sure people would say, like, oh, he backs it up. But, yeah, but he he doesn't have to be that way. Like, dude, you're Use good. your skill. Yeah, use, use your, your skill, skill, yeah. Like, I get that there's a time and a place to talk shit, but, like, you don't have to do it all the time. Gotcha. Uh, Tom Wilson, the new Sean Avery. The new Sean Avery, yeah. Um, no, Except I he's wouldn't, better. He's better. Yeah, I wouldn't go that. I'd say he's in that mold, but he's not, like, a one-for-one. One. Tom Wilson has the skill a little bit. He's he's a dick. Avery had skill. He just, he just chose not his, to. He knew his way to stay in the lineup was to play the way he played. Um, Corey Perry, I hate Corey Perry. Another guy you have the skill, but he just has that face. Like you just want to like, like rip his face off, like Silence of the Lambs kind of like. And he's, good reference. He's a, and he's a and he's a cheap shot artist. He's just a cheap shot artist. Wayne Simmons, I hate because of his competitive nature, but also Avery like, where he talks so much shit and. He doesn't fight the guys that want to fight him, mm-hmm. but he'll fight the guy that like, like really you're gonna fight Travis Ajak, even though let's say like Pat Maroon was on the ice, like you're gonna go well, after Travis Ajak. And look what happened when he went after him. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> big big time Travis. And the number one probably most hated guy in the league is Brad Marchand, uh, another guy who's so skilled. But, he, like, just does stupid shit. Like, I could also put Alex Burroughs on there because he was a cheap shot artist, but he retired. But, like, Marshawn, I would, you're a good player. Personally, I would put Marshawn in that um, Sean Avery thing. Yeah. That, that just Licking people? That's the... Why? Yeah. Out of, out of everything... Spearing... All right. Licking people... Listen, if, if you took between the licking somebody or spearing them in the nuts... Okay, I'd I'd be a little less pissed if the spear happened because there's other ways to try to explain yeah, but it. But what about his blatant like disregard for other players, right. like his elbow when when he basically almost killed Marcus Johansson for yes. no reason. Yes, it wasn't like Marcus Johansson was pushing them. It wasn't like Marcus Johansson's a guy that's finishing his checks. No, he saw literally Marshan saw ninety coming at him. He goes go go elbow, yep. whop, and nailed him in the head. But yeah, there's there's a lot of players that when if you play like guys that talk shit and you're just like why why are you talking like like I always love guys who talk shit in like men's league. Okay, beer leagues like is fine. Leagues. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, dude, we both have to wake up tomorrow, right? And you're talking shit, like okay, it's, it's the beer it's, league. It's eleven o'clock at night, and it's the <laughs> second period. <laughs> This game's not going to be. I just want to go in the parking lot and have a beer, but I have to listen to you, right? In that, a neutral that, zone face-off, talk shit from the bench. With with what the five people in the stands, if that? Yeah, there's nobody there. Okay. And and, and to, you've got a are, full cage on, and you're talking through a bird cage at me, like like you're tough. Sounds but, sounds like you have a little bit of animosity oh, towards this. <laughs> but I'm sure that if anybody who plays hockey with me is saying. 
dude, you're just talking about yourself. Uh, okay. You're the same no. way. Honesty comes out. Oh, but like when we were talking about Ryan O'Reilly, like, it, oh, I lost the passion to play. Like, you've got to find a way to motivate yourself. And the way I motivated myself was the birdcage guy. No, I wasn't. I don't wear a birdcage. Okay. Although I might have to start now. Yes. But uh, I, I don't wear anything, so I just wear a helmet. But like, I talk trash to make it fun. Like, especially where I I play now with the guys I play with now, like everybody's friends. Like I'll talk shit on you and you'll know in the parking lot that we're we're still having beers. Mm -hmm. There's no harm, no foul. But all right. What's next? We're trying to move quick. So we're not two hours like. uh, Uh, That's all right. We're coming up on on an hour or so. So it's not too bad. Um, I don't know. Do you want to do like some some easy hockey stuff or just jump right into wrestling? What do you think? Easy hockey stuff? What like? Yeah. Like, you know, places that shouldn't have hockey. Oh, uh, we talked about it a little before. I don't think Carolina should have a team. Well, the, the way the way that they're going sands the the Dahan signing because of the mountains and the rivers. Um, yeah, you're just dumping people, just dumping people for for whatever. They're movers. I read, I, I heard on a podcast that their GM is Don Waddell. Don Waddell was the GM before this of the Atlanta Thrashers. Uh-huh. And where are the Atlanta Thrashers now? Exactly. Okay. So he is the moving company of J of GMs. Um, okay. So he's just going to sell off everybody and then move And then them. sell. Literally sell. Yep. Okay. But uh, Carolina, it's not a hockey. Like, I know people, if, if, if there, we do have people that listen down there, like, it's not a hockey market. It's a football. It's a basketball. Maybe. That's it. It's it's not maybe minor league hockey, but like it's not a hockey. They're not like they get like ten thousand at best, and I'm not talking like ten thousand on a Tuesday night. I'm talking like ten thousand on a Friday night when there's nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. When you should be at a hockey game because that's the only game in town, right. and you don't. It's the only show thing up. to do, and and they, you're at home watching live PD. Jerseys are horrible, and <laughs> they haven't been relevant in years since they knocked us out. And again, I'm not just saying you're just bitter. Yeah, I'm all bitter. I'm not. It's just they shouldn't have a team like that's a team that will go to Houston and they'll be fine in Houston for a couple of years. And then we'll have this conversation that Houston shouldn't have a hockey team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Florida shouldn't have a team. One team in Florida is good enough. Especially now with with Tampa being so good, you're, yeah. you're just pulling those they, fans away. And they sell out the building, and yeah. they have the huge festivals and stuff. Like, no, Florida, the Florida Panthers, you know, they're not in Miami, so they're not even getting like that Miami crowd. Right. It's sunrise. I don't even know where the hell that is. Not anywhere near Tampa. Exactly, and people like, I get the warm climates, but yeah, but still, it's like. If you told me, hey, you can go to the beach or we can go to a Florida Panther game. You're going to the beach. People it, are going to the beach, especially down there. Like, it, not me. I'm pale. I, I hate the sun. But it, it, It's almost like what the Marlins are doing in baseball, where it's like you get you, you get somewhat good and then you got to sell off. And you, you, you win a championship and then you got to sell right off. Yeah. Like You can't su- sustain a team. Even, like Carolina won the cup, what, 2005? Six? Six? Something like that, yeah. Early on, Early in the 2000s. They were the first team, what, after the lockout? Congratulations One to them. What have you done since? Yeah, and the Panthers, their, their, their last real, I mean, they had an okay season, 
And they had an okay season when they lost to Tavares and the Islanders when the Islanders won. But, like, they really haven't done anything since, what, 96 when they went to the finals? Mm-hmm. Sorry, if you're listening in Florida, you shouldn't have a team. Uh, Columbus, I get it. Like, people might argue that there's a market. Like, oh, you should see, they're, they're, if, they're, they're the fifth biggest television rating. Well, how hard is that when Ohio State's there and everybody's sitting at home in the entire state watching Ohio State right. play? The other thing, too, is for for them, for Columbus, if they can churn out, like, a Nashville party, Kind of thing, like like if they could get if the way Nashville is right now, these last last couple seasons and probably a couple more seasons, if they can end up like that, yes, then they'll have. No, you don't think so? No. Have you ever heard anybody say, "Man, I'm going to a bachelor party in Columbus"? Stormy Daniels, maybe. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Nobody going to Columbus for fun. Okay. Like if if you wanted to put a team in Ohio, I would have said Cleveland. The arena's there. You know, like. Mm. Granted, now they don't have LeBron, so maybe you put Cleveland into a hockey town. Give them something to sulk Give them over. something you know, okay. to look forward to. But Columbus, like, you're, you're directly competing on a Saturday with one of the biggest football teams in the country. You're right. You're not wrong. Okay, and what other pro sports are in Columbus? I, I know uh, they have, like, don't they have, like, a real good MLS team? Sure. Yeah, but I was going to say soccer. That, yeah. Are we missing, like, is there a football team in Columbus? I don't watch football. I don't watch baseball, so I don't. No, I don't think so. But, yeah, we're getting to a point where you try to, if you if you can't almost immediately recall a sports team in a town. They probably don't have it. And if your team is doing relatively lousy or relatively not good, all right. Seattle's coming. Houston's coming. Arizona. How many times does the league have to buy them out? Bail them out and, like. Oh, we're going to, you know, make sure that they're solid ground. Why? They're another one. They've, they've had, like, three different arenas. They were the Phoenix Coyotes. Then they were the Arizona Coyotes. Then they were the Yotes. And now they're the Arizona Coyotes again. Right. And they're going back to those oh, jerseys. Um, What's matter? You don't, you don't like the little... The little uh... No, it just reminds me of my <laughs> high school years. Um, the cartoony coyote. Yeah, the I'm high on peyote. Coyote. Coyote. Um, but their their team is just oh we're in a rebuild. You've been in a rebuild for since six you, years. since since you've gone to Arizona since 2012. They've been in a rebuild when they were really good and they got screwed by the L.A. Kings to go to the finals. It could have been the Devils and the Arizona Coyotes in the finals. If that were ever to be the case, God, if we didn't sweep them. God, if people are, that are hockey fans weren't shooting themselves in the face. That would, prob- that would probably be the lowest, lowest rated Stanley Cup final ever. Absolutely. And, and then the league should go into a lockout after that just to that would be, that keep would that be bitter taste. That would be a great category. What would be the lowest rated team, like teams for the Stanley Cup? Us, definitely. Florida. Definitely. Hey, anybody on this list, really, and us. And us. <laughs> And the Islanders. And the Islanders. I mean, I don't think we'd be the worst. Like, if it was, like, Columbus and Winnipeg, nobody's fucking watching Columbus and Winnipeg in the Stanley Cup Finals. Winnipeg would be. You'd have the Canada market. Yes. But nobody in the U.S. No. is watching that. No. I, I wouldn't. I like, wouldn't. at least we had the New York market where... A third of it, at least. You know, at bars least. would have it on. Or at least north and central Jersey. At least. Yeah. At there least. is no central Jersey. 
No? No, I'm joking. Oh. No. Urine Central Jersey. Urine? Urine Central Jersey? Okay. All right. So last week we didn't talk it. This week we're going to talk it. Briefly. Wrestling. Wrestling. Good old-fashioned wrestling. So, all right. So, so we, we, what gets me now, look, you and I both grew up in the 80s watching the Hogans, the Savages, the I Warriors. Off. I stopped watching. To when? I want to say I started watching wrestling again in... Did you do Attitude Era? Yes. Okay. Monday Night Wars? Seven. Okay. 97, going into my friend's basement, and he used, he used to watch Raw and tape Nitro. And then we... Watch Raw Nitro. Was over. Right. Watch we Nitro. fast forward through Nitro. Okay. So we grew up during that... that you could really con- you look back on it. You really consider that the entertainment. It, it should have been WWE could, back then you because know, I could have cared less about the matches. Yeah, it it it, it was a honky tonk guy bashing somebody over the head with a with a uh, with a yeah, guitar. Yeah. Oh no, the eighties was horrible. And then stuff. and then somebody hitting you with a nightstick. The, the some, taser. Some, yeah, uh, the Mountie the, taser. The Mountie yeah. Taser. Uh, the old uh, the ribbon muscles. The, the cowboy Bob Orton, forever broken arm. And, and and then a little bit of the the Lex Luger. I mean, I know we're jumping a little bit forward, but the, you know the the oh, he's got a metal plate in his forearm. Yeah. Bit. But so, like, it's really not that different today. Today, like it's the just story worse. Lines. It, it's the storylines are rehashed. They it's have so to be bad. Like you, they can't do the Attitude Era anymore because they're 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 they're, they're public. Company. Yeah. So you you can't yeah. They don't want to have... You, you can't do the F-bombs after 9, 9 p.m. anymore. Yeah, it's... And you can't do the Val Venus getting circumcised by the Funaki group, you know, like... You, you can't put uh, Stephanie on a cross. No, you can't do the the Sable with the... Was it Sable with the hand? The, the yeah. hands over her boobs? <laughs> yeah. So, so, we, so, we, so we jump out of that attitude error that we probably yearn we for. We don't even have... Braun panty matches anymore. No, because they're not divas anymore. Yeah, they're they're women. Which and believe me, and and I'm saying, this, I actually like a competitive division like that. Oh, the women, the women's matches are so much better now than when you had when you had um was it had, uh, other than Trish Stratus and and, and Lita, Lita, like Tori Wilson in a wrestling match was all right. It's I'm, almost like it's almost like Lana now where she's learning how to wrestle on the fly. And that's good. That's good. I'm glad. But cuz remember like when Trish Stratus first came in, she was horrible. Yes. But she learned, which is fine. And then you had Stacy Keebler who, who was just t- who was just straight TNA. Yeah, who you didn't And then Kelly Kelly straight TNA. Yeah, who like Kelly Kelly to tie it back to hockey married Sheldon Sorey. I got divorced. But <laughs> They uh, yeah, but re- it's the women are way more athletic and better wrestlers now. But again, I, I don't want to watch that. I mean, when I went to WrestleMania, when was it at Giant Stadium? A, few, a couple of years ago, two or three years when, ago. I know when the women's match, whatever, whoever it was in the women's match in that bathroom break. Oh, I went to the bathroom. I got a beer. I came back down to my seat. And I, I'm not trying to sound like a male chauvinistic pig or anything, but like it's all right, a hair pull, a lariat, hip, hip toss, crossbody. Uh, maybe if they're like a, a Charlotte, you're doing a you know a moonsault of some sort. Right. 
But again, all matches now are just so predictable. So predictable. I mean, my wife absolutely hates that I watch wrestling. Hates. And when I watch it and she's there, I'm like, watch. This is Roman Reigns. <laughs> you're, you're, you're pulling. You're, you're, you see the notepad full of spots that they yeah, talked about beforehand. God, right, here it comes. And how, uh, if the last Monday, how many times are we going to do, we can't control these two guys, send everybody from the locker room down, and then they're going to push this aside, and one guy's going to run in. You're going to hear loud thunder in about a minute. You're, you're going to push these guys aside. What are you, God? I saw the lightning out of oh, the okay. my eye. Um, and then it's like Roman Reigns breaks free, and oh, Bobby Lashley, like... And then, and then you have wrestlers, part-time wrestlers, who you've thrown straps on, like a yeah. Brock Lesnar, and, and, and they bring in a Ronda Rousey. I, I, don't, I think Ronda Rousey will stick around. I don't think she's going to – like I know they, some people online were like, oh, it's, it's a one-year contract, and she's done after WrestleMania. I, I think she'll stick around. She can't, she can't go back to MMA. Like there's – the way the way that she I don't fell. Think there's any more Entourage movies coming out? Where the she, way the way she fell from grace from MMA, where it's like she lost and she had a breakdown. I'm like, I can't lose. Well, yeah, you lost, and now you're in scripted MMA. But and she's probably making a good a better good, money, if not probably. And and you know what? There's probably a good chance that she's not going to get kicked in the head and break and, her face and not like wake up the next day. You know, not wake up the next day. But, like, the part-time wrestlers, I was always a firm believer when it came to wrestling that there should have been some sort of, like, off-season. Not like an off-season where they take all, like, uh-huh. all of them take off. Like, there should have been, like, all right, you're going like, to have like Rock, a... you're going to have the you're gonna have Austin, and they're going to go from the Royal Rumble to, so, a, to just after WrestleMania. And then there's going to be another group of guys uh-huh. that come in. Almost like a B team or like the. Not yeah. a B team, but then you have like your, your Triple H and your Kurt Angles in the 90s. This is what I thought of in the, the, the Attitude Era. Uh-huh. Where those guys will go from just after WrestleMania through SummerSlam. Okay. Kind yeah. of. where, And then you know what? Damn, Triple H got hurt. All right, pick up the phone. Yeah. And, and we'll have Austin come in. Yeah. I, I need you a short term. Yeah. Yeah. And that would have been better. And then. Just think about the Rumble would have been like, all right, now who really is going to show up? Because this isn't their season. Is the Rock going to show up and win? Right. And then, oh, like it would have been something. And then, and then you have then you have more of an opportunity to bring in people like like AJ Styles if his contract had just been done for TNA. It's like, okay, well, we have twenty nine superstars. Well, who the hell else is left? You know, people are injured. You know, who's coming in? And boom, this guy shows up. And, yeah, and holy crap! And it would have kept everybody fresh. And right. it would have kept. The story's fresh because now you could have just mixed like the Raw and SmackDown. Like, oh, they're two different rosters. I get it. Like, you have so many talented superstars now that you have to break, split break them, them up, yeah, to break them apart. But the the thing is that when they do these trades and they move p- people around, they're also moving the um like like Charlotte and like Ox uh, Oxa or however the hell you say. Sure, you 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 have them. Brawling in, on SmackDown, and then when trade time comes, all of a sudden they both go to Raw. So you're bringing the same yeah. feuds, you're bringing the same players, and you're just rotating them. And that yeah, it's it's stale. And, and then you you do the stale storyline. We were talking like, how many times have you watched? All right, so Raw was yesterday. I didn't watch. They're gonna set up 
the feud, I'm assuming it's going to be Bobby Lashley because the next pay-per-view, no, the next pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell, right? So they're going to set up some sort of rematch between Bobby Lashley and fan favorite Roman and Reigns. Fan favorite Roman Reigns. So now it's going to be Monday. They're going to have a rematch. Right. Next Monday, the second Monday of the month, they're going to let fight get, in a let, tag match. Yeah, I was going to say tag team, right? Then it's going to be the third Monday is going to be some sort of fatal four way or uh, a Texas tornado. They don't do those matches. Texas anymore. tornado. Wow. Okay. And then the next week is going to be like a contract signing right before a pay-per-view because it no, hasn't been be the third week. And oh, then the fourth week will be the Texas Tornado match. And then it's the pay-per-view and it's the same spot fest. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's going to do the big Superman punch. Oh, he's going to duck and fall into... Like, you can call. If, there's no shocking. Like, the You're, pay-per-view that just happened... Extreme Rules on extreme Sunday, rules. right? Wasn't Extreme Rules every match was hardcore? Yes. Ladders, ladders, tables, and chairs. The the only thing that would get any sort of hits online about that pay-per-view was Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens doing his best Mick Foley impression, getting thrown off of the cage through the table. And again, that happened with Mick Foley. Right. Why are we doing it again? again. With a, a big man, not The Undertaker, oh, Braun Strowman, versus... A, ca- a cannonball guy. The same the story. The chunky guy. The same story. Line over and over. It, and then, it's it's almost like how we can predict uh, Hulk Hogan's moves from start to finish. You can predict. And if you watch that Andre the Giant documentary, <laughs> he goes, he I only gets- had three matches. Do you want match A, match B, or match, <laughs> match C? And he's not lying. He's and not. Triple H is the same way. And Ric Flair is the same way. But And Jericho is the mm-hmm. same way. But they're great performers. Right. And then on the other side, you have great wrestlers now, like your AJ Styles mm-hmm. and your, your Nakamura and your Finn Balor. They're not enter- as entertaining. Like AJ right. Styles is not as good on. The, I mean, he's better now than he was in TNA. On of course, the mic, but like it's Finn now Balor. All right, the Irish accent's cool. It's it's show now. It's like you have you bring in all these superstars from other organizations, well deserved superstars. Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, Nakamura, anybody from Japan, uh, ROH. You bring them in, and it's like, okay, you know what? Here, here's your song and dance. Do it. Yeah, like, and, and, then, and that's why Cody Rhodes left. Cody Rhodes is like, I'm sick of this. And then he made, he became huge on the independence. Yes. And now they want, they want him back. To do what? To do to his do star, the same to thing? do his Stardust gimmick no, again. To be his gimmick. And what's his gimmick? Isn't he in like the Bullet Club Bull, or whatever? Uh, um, yeah. But they're not going to do that. And when they do bring it here, which they will, right? I mean, I don't get why you wouldn't have had Finn Balor, AJ Styles, uh, Gallows and what the hell is the other guy's name? Yeah, Anderson. Anderson and Gallows, where they're all on the same show. Yes. Okay. You do you do another NWO ripoff, but but then you build it up where who's the leader? Is right. AJ the leader? Is Finn the leader? Right. Where they and you can do a month long, two months like an old school Sur- Survivor Series. You can you can totally do that with Survivor Series and with you, enough people. Right, and you lead the Survivor Series. Where the four of them are, are in a, a fight, and you take that, and then something happens, AJ fucks up, whatever, okay? And it leads to, now it goes into the Royal Rumble. And the Royal Rumble, 
Finn Balor gets thrown out by AJ. Oh, I thought we were and friends. There's your feuds. Yeah. And there's it, your feud, and it leads to an awesome WrestleMania match. You and I should be writers. Well, I hope somebody's listening. Let, let's let's go to WWE.com slash careers. Yeah, you have, <laughs> you have to have like an English degree and TV experience and We have podcast experience. We have in, we have we have creativism in our heads. Yeah, I know. But you, they're they're too busy with Freddie Prince Jr. He was a writer for them for I, I, years. I, I don't know. Can we be better better than Freddie Prince Jr. or um, TV experience, or what's his name? Uh, they got thrown off of uh, every single one of his TV gigs now. Um, Russo? Yeah. <laughs> but like I, I think I think I said this to you. Like I think Vince Russo at least thought outside the box. Like I'm not saying like putting the strap on David Arquette was a genius idea, but like when you watch that when he won, you were like. Did that really just happen? Right. Kind that, of shit? Yes. That's what he went for. Right. All the time. He just had David Arquette to go with. But he had Vince in WWE to kind of reel him back in. Like, all right, look, you, you can't go. We're not going to put the strap right now on this guy. Right. But I like where you're thinking. Like, you're thinking mm-hmm. outside the box. They don't have that anymore. It's cookie cutter. One, two, three, pay-per-view. One, two, three, Tag team match. Yeah. And speaking of cookie cutter, we can end it on this one. Of um, News broke, I think, the other day. Um, Hulk Hogan is being reinstated back into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's about time. Look, people say and do stupid shit. I'm living proof. Okay? Right. People do that stuff all the time. You know? I, I used to say, like... Everybody's a little bit racist. And if you've seen Avenue Q, that's a song. Okay. Okay. Everybody, and I'm not saying like I'm racist where I'm going to discriminate against somebody. I mean, everybody in this country from president on down, not to get political, has grown up seeing racism. Yes. In some sort of way. And, you know, Hogan's an old school kind of guy. I mean, he, I don't know like how he was backstage around black people, Mm -hmm. but like. I'm sure that when they bring him back, the first thing he's going to do is like go to Booker T and give him a hug and like, right. you know, like or publicly he's going to go on the record saying stuff I said in the past was wrong. But and yeah, and instead have of his take segue. your vitamins and yes. uh, say your prayers. It's going to be love everybody. Make yeah. sure there's no video cameras on during your porno, <laughs> <laughs> so that it can be used against you. <laughs> but he'll come back. Listen, and, and, and anybody who's from 30 up, when you hear the dirt, dirt, you're going to get you're going to get fucking chills. You're going to be like, ah, and then it's going to fade away because then you're going to you're going you're gonna to think, oh, fuck, what's he going to what's what's he what's well, he going to do? Is he going to be who, a GM? Is he going to be the president of yeah. Raw now? Is he going to come back and he, please don't come back and wrestle Vince? No, I don't, I don't think he's look at Ric Flair. They pushed him out, and they kept him out. Yeah, but see, like, I was a firm believer that Ric Flair would be an awesome manager. Yes. Put like him, J.J. Dillon. Put him with... Do, do the four horsewomen. No, 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 no. No? Come on. No, because then you're just rehashing the same shit. Well, that's what they do. Put him with, like, Dolph Ziggler and be like, dude, forget the show-off stuff, because I'm the show-off, and I'm going to teach you. Not like the, who was the Bob Backlund, you know... I'm going to make Darren Young great again. <laughs> but like, like, dude, drop. Like if I'm Ric Flair, 
what's with the leather coat? Right. No, you're going to start wearing suits and you're going to start driving in limousines and okay. you're going to you're going to be classy. And then you do like the backstage segments where like they're partying. Like you do that kind of stuff where now you're building that character mm-hmm. and you do it. You do a heel turn where he super kicks Ric Flair. Flair. You, you think Flair right now would be able to take a super kick? No, he's not going to hit him. Yeah, but still. The, the last time he got a super kick, he pushed into retirement. Let's just put it that way. And Remember? <laughs> I'll tell you, the person they don't use enough. Okay. Paul Heyman. Yeah, they... Okay. They don't you, use him you, enough creatively, and they don't use him enough on screen. You want to talk stables. He has the, he has the perfect opportunity to be that next Bobby the Brain Heenan yep. role. But I, I think that he's very comfortable staying with Brock... And making Brock the immovable force that he is. Right. But again, if you want to, you want to be creative and give people that holy shit moment. Like there has, in my mind, there hasn't been a holy shit moment since the Undertaker lost because you didn't see it coming. Yeah. You want to do that? The next on on SummerSlam, mm-hmm. have Paul Heyman turn on Brock Lesnar. So you were, you wanted to talk about Ric Flair, right? Have him turn. Have have Paul Heyman turn on, on Brock, and help Roman Reigns win. Then you can make Roman Reigns. I'm gonna run wild all night long. I'm gonna be (laughs) Ric Flair all night long. Yes, we are. I've got the style and profile like never before. I love this promo. Look good, smell good, good. woo, Woo. can dance all night long. What's awesome is the whole crowd says it. Says it for I know. People are showing up to the games dressed like Ric Flair. My favorite Ric Flair moment. To be the man. Yeah. You gotta WCW, beat the man. And I'm where they found him in like a mental hospital. Right here. What? So remember that? When, when Scott Hall went to one of his many like rehab. Right. When he went to one of his many rehab things, and like they show like Scott Hall's in rehab and Ric Flair's there. And then Ric Flair okay. comes back and he's doing his bouncing off the ropes and he's <laughs> and he's dropping elbows right. on his jacket and then he like goes into like heart attack mode where he has like a heart attack in the right. corner. That was my favorite Ric Flair moment. Uh, Other than his his thirty for thirty. God. Look, when you take wrestlers that we've watched over the years back in the eighties and you put them in like real life documentaries and shit. I sat there and I watched the Andre the Giant one, and I watched his Ric Flair one, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" What they had to go through. I watched uh, the the rise and fall of Monday Nitro when they really went behind stuff, in, and I'm like, I'm sitting there going, "Holy crap! Those are good documentary yeah. documentaries." Yeah. But for now, I think uh, I think we are um, a little bit over and out. Over what an hour? Yeah, it's about, about time we hang up the boots for this week. Yeah. Say some stuff for next week. Folks, you can catch the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast on iTunes and Podbean. Simply just do a search for HSSK Podcast. Find us on Twitter, HSSK Podcast. Or you can email us, HSSK Podcast at gmail.com. For Rob, he is Dave. Toodles. 